This is the Boring Sports Podcast, where four lifelong friends discuss sports for no apparent reason. Um, how's my connection? Am I am I breaking up much, or am I okay? It's not great. Depends on the moment. Yeah. Maybe I'll try and uh, maybe I'll try and relocate. I'll introduce us so we can get going, and then I'll or relocate, try and get to a better spot. Yeah, I mean, after you introduce everything, you don't bring much to the table anyway. I, yeah, no, I really don't. Pretty, <laughs> let's take that out in are... post, though. Let's, let's take that out in post. All right, all right. We'll edit that in post. Okay. Um, well, I'd like to welcome everyone to the podcast. Um, we've had some big developments in recent weeks, and I, I for one, am feeling a little bit overwhelmed, but, but more just excited and grateful for the support we've had. Um, We've in fact checked me on this, but I think we've had uh, listeners in all parts of the world, um, Russia, um, and we've got some some listeners in, in Guernsey, which um, I didn't really know that was a real place until I saw we had some listeners there. So I did a little bit of math. We had a few listeners there, and percentage-wise of their the country's population. Percentage-wise, if we had that same percent listening here in the United States, we'd have over eleven thousand listeners. Wow! So we're getting a pretty big um, footprint in Guernsey. Um, have you guys ever seen that place? Have you ever Googled it? Yeah, of course. No. Well, so, uh, so when sweet. I first saw the data, I saw it through text from from Brandon. And I had literally thought that he had misspelled Germany or something. I, I thought there's no way that was a true country. 25 square miles. Sizable. Yeah. What's the what's the population? Yeah, that's we're gonna have to do something about that, Scott. It looks idyllic. It looks beautiful. Well, we know the population is at least two. Because we've had both the people from Guernsey yeah. listening. Well, that'd be a great two, two yeah. inhabitant per 25 square mile. That'd be a great um, low per square mile population. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, they don't make anyway, a lot of noise just, in the Olympics. No, you don't hear a whole lot about Guernsey in the Olympics. But yeah. I think I've, I've heard things are changing. Yeah. I'm sure they are. I'm sure we've inspired at least two people to you know make something of their lives yeah one more and i don't want to come off is bragging too much but one more and then we'll get into the podcast we've had over 260 cent weeks and i that i don't know i feel like it's kind of like the housing market it seems like it's unsustainable but i have a feeling it's just going to keep on going and going and going yeah and not at the rate of how you're talking. It's not going to keep going. People are going to be real turned off by that. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll let me go to another spot. Let me turn the time over, time over to Josie. You know, I, I appreciate uh, more than being the time turned over to uh, you going to a different spot. So I think we can all get behind that. I'd also like to, um, I think, you know, Adam's last time his shell looked very similar and his excuse was that he had just moved in and now I believe it's been two three weeks and 
he's still the same book. There might be a card there that was recently added. What do you want me to put on there? I don't read. No, they put a put a picture, put a, a family photo. <laughs> hey, Joe, Josie, I got to tell you, I'm actually this is this is not on the same note of of that, but kind of in the slop of me. I'm actually going to get the same haircut as you right after this podcast. Like I'm going to go see get my. Possible. No, see, I'm going to go buzz this section. All right, right, I don't know if you're right telling the, the truth or not. I am because I mean, there's there's nothing to cut here. So I'm gonna get that same cut that you got going on around I mean, the sides. I, was I hate to break you. it to you. I hate to break it to you, but you're not gonna get the same haircut as him. You don't have any hair I'm, on the top. That's that's a little bit gonna, misleading your statement there. No, no, no. The the haircut will be the same. The end result will be different, but the actual area that they're gonna cut is virtually exactly the same as what they cut on Josie. Like well, all they gotta do is buzz around the edge. Minus well, the main part. Right. Well, and from right now, Elder, I was just going to commend you, like, from this angle, it must be the way you're sitting. You look like you have a fine comb-over going, which is impressive oh. to appear that you have a comb-over with no hair. <laughs> I think you That's why a, I need to get a haircut. You just got to bick it, just all the that's, way down. I'm going to go... I'm going to buzz it down, like, by, like, Josie's sides. I, I really... That's actually where I'm... I have an appointment set for 3 o'clock today, so it's going to be good. I'd really like. I've always said, photo. "Yeah, it'd be nice to get a photo." I've always said that I wouldn't care if I go bald, because I buzz my head anyway. But I had a dream a few nights sure. ago that I was going bald on top. It was a bad feeling. It's. It was, I I used to say when I was in high school, I knew, I knew very likely I'd go bald. I, it's something I've known for a long time, but I believed that the rapid growth of technology would, there'd be something that would prevent me from going bald by the time that that happened. Well, technology let me down. It didn't oh, keep up. They have it. It just hasn't got to you, got to Central Utah yet. <laughs> well, that might be it. But keeps for men. Regardless, I would like to shout out to our first sponsor, Keeps for Men. <laughs> are Are you against hair plugs? No, if I I I would actually consider hair plugs. I mean, Elon that was Musk hoping you would say yes that you were against them. But why? But no. Why? Well, yeah, of course. There, it's with your it's hair, a weird Joseph, process. But someone with your hair would be against it. But someone like me, we explore all <laughs> options. Okay. Like there's sports, nothing. You want to talk about great sports comebacks in history? LeBron's hairline. <laughs> yeah. See, look at LeBron's hairline. You can't tell me that that technology doesn't exist. What's, what's the, looks like the main, the infomercial one of the hair growth. Why can't I think of the name? Uh, I thought it was. Oh, it's going to bug me. Rogaine? What's that? Rogaine. That's it. Have you tried Rogaine? I've I've tried uh I've tried various products. Um the most recent one I tried is a pyramid scheme. What's that pyramid scheme? Meluca? No, 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 it's a hair one. Uh hair ponds. It's like there's a pyramid scheme about hair. Monet. I think it's Monet. I think it's Monet. I mean, a scheme per se. Well, it's a it's it's a business structure where you get people to work under you, and they get more people to work under you, and the money goes up scale. If you don't call it a pyramid, then fair enough. But what's the point? It, what does this have to do with hair growth? Um, it didn't work. It has. I tried it because it's supposed to make your hair grow back. It didn't work. 
Obviously. No matter how many people you got working for you, the hair was still gone. <laughs> the hair did not work. No, no, I didn't. I wasn't part of the pyramid scheme. I was just a purchaser of the product. To clarify, so you were helping build the pyramid, but it wasn't your. Pyramid. I was helping. I was the bottom, as always. I was the bottom of the pyramid, similar to my Mel Lucas stance. It's the bottom of the period, the pyramid that holds it up. Exactly. It is. Yeah, I, I'm carrying a large burden on my shoulders in these pyramids. <laughs> Did well, you guys see that? Uh, oh, that's a different story for a different podcast. I'll just be quiet. <laughs> well, my I, I first, I'm going to start off this segment here with a question. Uh, if we could just get a quick response from the three of you is, in your opinion, who is better, Michael Jordan or LeBron James? MVP? Michael Jordan. Nils? Michael Jordan. Adams? Can you define the term a little more or no? Um, greatest of all time. You are Michael Jordan. You want someone to win you a ball game. You want someone to be dominant. You want someone that you could say, this is the greatest all around basketball player that has ever played. All right. I'll say Michael Jordan. Okay. So I naturally have the opposite opinion of all of you. And think that surprise, LeBron, surprise. right, right. Um, you know, I mean, just, I mean, you look at, I mean, not to jump into Marcus Smart already, but when, you know, he's defensive Early player. Early for Marcus Smart. Yeah. I don't it's like agree. We got into the sports. We got to talk about sports for less than one minute. And we mentioned one of the five people. Well, it's because this particular like he won defensive player of the year. No one's impressed with Marcus Smart as defensive player of the year. But I would say he is a better defender than Brian Russell, the primary guard person of when the Jazz, like, and maybe this is a bigger Jazz problem. We're sending out the likes of Brian Russell's and Royce O'Neal's to guard the Michael Jordans of the league. So maybe it's more of a Jazz problem and not so much a, a LeBron versus MJ debate. Um, I just feel like the competition is better. I mean, we've seen the videos. I don't make me pull it up. We've seen Jerry West dribbling one-handed. Uh, we've seen the competition. I mean, you've got Michael Jordan playing against Brian Russell, or you've got LeBron playing against KD. You know, that's who's guarding MJ these days. Kawhi Leonard's guarding MJ. Brian Russell's guarding it. Or anybody seen a picture of Brian Russell lately? He doesn't look well. No. He does not look well. Maybe 275, 280. Yeah, at least. he's a big guy. Yeah. He's a big guy. So, I mean, the the people that were guarding, I mean, I think even John Starks took a crack at guarding Michael. Like, of course, Michael's going to get 30. You got a Kawhi Leonard guarding LeBron. You got Iggy, the LeBron stopper, MVP of the finals. LeBron averaged 30 on him. So I'm just going to pull up some statistics here. And funny enough, they're going to be similar statistics that Adams used um, to try to tell me Tom wasn't the greatest, which – while you're pulling those up, here's one of my arguments against statistics. Sure. I think that I think where that was this NBA, argument two weeks ago? Well, I'll, I'll explain. So are you the buying NBA into the, the NFL? The, the NBA and the NFL are completely different. Like if you look at the NBA, the 90s era, the way that it was played is completely different than the way that basketball is played today. In NFL, that's not really the case. It's very similar. Uh, 90s NFL versus now NFL. Not a lot of difference. 90s NBA, today's NBA, completely different. So I think that, I mean, 
what is a foul is completely different. Rules have literally changed, creating uh, that more difficulty. And I'd say actually in the NFL, it's actually got easier uh, to be a quarterback because there's more rules in favor of you. So that's skew the statistics for Tom Brady and they're still not there. Uh, but in the NBA, it's gotten way softer, way softer than it was in the 90s. So any statistic you pull for LeBron versus Michael Jordan, it's not going to be comparable. It's the same as John Stockton and his assists. Assists changed, so no one's ever going to catch that number because what is an assist that changed? So I, I think that you have to take any statistics that you use with a grain of salt, understanding the difference in era of the league. That's my opinion. So with the exception of hard fouls, not being allowed in today's game what what are some significant changes well hard fouls would be a major factor in itself without mentioning any other you're saying that shot distribution has changed dramatically shot distribution but you're saying that the defenders weren't as good they were defending michael i'm saying that they were way more physical with michael than what they are with lebron you can't touch lebron you get fouled they were banging michael jordan right and left yeah, no, so I, I, I disagree. Need to be as good a What's that? You disagree? I said they didn't need to be as good a defender. No, it was definitely more physical. But to say that people were clobbering MJ, I mean, MJ was the prince of his time. He's, he's treated the same way as LeBron was. You can't touch him. No one's going to foul MJ, and they're not going to call the foul. Have you Have you ever watched the documentary The Bad Boys, The Pistons? They yeah, but I mean, have you ever watched MJ shove off Brian Russell? and not get an offensive foul called on him. I mean, that's the treatment MJ's getting. I, I wouldn't have called it. I know it's because you're a fan of MJ, just like most of the league was. I wouldn't have called it on LeBron. I wouldn't have called it on anyone in that situation. I've watched it and I agree. I don't, I don't really, I feel like there really honestly wasn't much of a push off there. So the hand on the back movement. shoving is not a foul. Yet the league's softer now. Interesting. Hey, so I'm going to pull up some of these statistics here. So <clears throat> where do we want to start? So one, I mean, just right off the bat, MJ, when he came into the league, he wasn't expected to end his career being the greatest of all time. LeBron was the heir to Jordan from high school. People were saying he is going to be the next MJ and he has lived up to that. That is incredible hype to live up to from uh, at, in high school, mind you. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the fact that, I mean, that that's impressive in itself. So we're going to go through some of these statistics here. So points per game, LeBron at, at, for his career as of now, 27.1 versus MJ, 30.1. MJ's got the nod on points. Rebounds, 7.4 to 6.2 in LeBron's favor. Assists, 7.4 to 5.3 in LeBron's favor. Field goal percentage, 50.4 to 49.7 LeBron's favor. Three-point field goal percentage, 34.5 to 32.7 LeBron's favor. Free throw percentage, 73.4 to 83.5 Jordan's favor. Player efficiency rating, 27.4 to 27. 7.9 Michael's favor steals per game 1.6 to 2.3 Michael's favor blocks per game both at 0.8 and turnovers 3.5 to 2.7 in Jordan's favor so 
Uh, let's see. So specifically, we're going with rebounds, assists, field goal percentage, three-point field goal percentage, and blocks. Nope, no blocks not on there. But yeah, blocks is on equal and blocks. Um, I think player LeBron, efficiency rating is the best stat you came up with there. Come again? I think player efficiency stat rating is the best statistic you came up with there. So, so hold on, hold on just a moment there. So now I'm going to go and do uh, some of the more specific stats here. So what have we established? That, <laughs> this is, that this is locked on Josie. The locked only on thing, Josie. the only thing we've established is that Jordan scores more. And that oh, okay, he's more efficient you, and has better free throw percentage. More, no, really all you need is that. if you're if you're more efficient, you score more. That's how you win the game. Like, I'm sorry, but your efficiency and your points should weigh way more heavy than rebounds. We're not considering anybody that's had the most rebounds as the greatest player of all time. At the end of the day, the rebound means nothing. The point score is what means on Jordan, and they have the same amount of blocks. So, yeah. so the fact that Tom Brady led the league in touchdowns last year was not the reason they won games. He threw, he literally scored the most points, but was not the reason they won games. Well, he didn't score the most points. The, the receivers that he threw to did, but I mean, he threw the ball to them. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's so, football's different. This is, this football's different than yeah, basketball. It's not, so, not bring Tom into this. <laughs> Tom and Marcus Smart. What about Draymond and Coach K? Oh, uh, we'll get to Draymond and Coach K. Is on Michael Jordan better than Coach K? That's the question. Yeah. I hate them both. So we're going to go into uh, clutch. What would you define as clutch? Nils, give me uh, a clutch uh, definition. Oh, well, do you want a definition or an example? Yeah, either or. Well, I'll give both. Uh, my definition of clutch would be uh, performing at your highest possible level when the pressure is its highest. That would be my definition of, of clutch. I mean, I, there sometimes is luck, which is beyond your, your regular, but you would expect someone to perform at their highest possible level that they're capable of in a high pressure, the highest pressure situation. I'd say that's clutch. So for a great example would be one you've already mentioned, when Michael Jordan scores in game six to win the uh, title against with Ryan Russell guarding him. That's a clutch moment with time counting down. That's a clutch okay. moment. Okay, and, so, and I think you rewind that and look at the steal from Carl Malone right before that as well. I mean, that whole sequence was pretty clutch. He didn't he didn't blow it. I would say that Carl Malone was not clutch. That was not the best Carl Malone in that high pressure situation. Well, we don't need to slander Carl for no reason, but we're going to we're going to get back here to some of these statistics which apparently are no good now that they're not working in your favor but anyways um clutch statistics jordan eliminating opponents he had a 30 and 10 record lebron wait, 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 eliminating wait, wait, wait. opponents wait, what wait, wait wait how is that's not clutch that doesn't mean clutch no don't don't worry this is just the beginning here LeBron eliminating opponents, 36 and 11. No, that's not clutch. That's no, no. That's just, just, just give a it a minute. Series. So give, give the guy some time. Go ahead, Joe. Thank you. Thank I've you. Other. Him five minutes. And oh, I, you're still here, Scott. You, you, so Scott, you got better service. Yeah. Does it, do, do I sound better? 
You do. You, you yes. literally got a conference room. Much. I I hope that I I hope that my Guernsey stuff made it through. I had some good material on Guernsey. Kind of. Scott, are you a, Scott? Are you afraid of COVID, or did you get like a lip job that you don't want us to see? I'm just curious. Uh, I'm not afraid of COVID, and I didn't get a lip job. I just have been in a room with other people. Oh, he's well, respectful. I like that. Are they afraid of COVID? Yeah, I'm just trying to be respectful. I, Go ahead, I appreciate Joe. the respect, Eller. Playoffs performance. Would you agree that clutch is important in the playoffs? Oh, extremely important. I think yes. extremely- Okay. Jordan's okay. field goal percentage in the playoffs, 49.7. This is not a clutch statistic. This is just playoffs. So your playoff statistic. how is that not clutch? We're clutch. We're talking about the end of a game, like one or two plays, like to, to define a game, to win a game. Like, no, the last five minutes. On the last line. five minutes. No, disagree Isn't completely. That, yeah. You know. Okay, so all right. Clutch I'll is. just I'll just lump these in together. Then I won't even go through the individual stats. LeBron's stats when it comes to the playoffs, when it comes to facing an elimination game, and when it comes to eliminating an opponent, are better than MJ's in every category. You're not talking about you're talking about playoffs eliminate like that's not so so uh, so on the verge of being eliminated and you bring your team back and win the series that is not clutch your team is okay your team collectively can be clutch but we're talking about the ball's in your hands there's five seconds left you got a score to win elder you you are you're all over the place no i'm very consistent in that so that's, that's not that's, clutch that's, so now it's a team game so now winning a game is a team game well, it is a team game. For what you're Absolutely. describing, yeah. You're talking about oh, so winning games. it's a games. team game here. Yeah. Interesting. You're talking well, about winning it's games. Just, well, it's, a, it's the same. It's a team game with Tom Brady. That's why we didn't bring up – that's why we said, yeah, he's got the championships, but look at the individual statistics. Okay, or, here's some individual to... statistics. Here's some individual statistics for you. Jordan versus LeBron clutch postseason shots specifically. Field goals. 5 of 11, Jordan, LeBron, 7 of 15. Field goal percentage, 45.5%, Jordan, 46.7. What, what, what? what are these numbers? I uh, got them from Sports Illustrated. No, no like what is the, the category? Like you said, field goal percentage in the playoffs. Is that what it is? Yes. No, specifically. Yes, Jordan versus LeBron clutch specific shots. What specific is the, shots. What does the clutch specific mean? Like what is clutch. that? What is that? Under five minutes left. Uh, wait, I thought you said clutch was a whole game. I think it's a whole game, but you want this statistic. So I'm giving you this, which okay. LeBron wins this one as well. Well, Michael Jordan That's has fair. nine Joseph, buzzer beaters in his That's career. So, Jordan has seven, and, and Jordan's, or James has seven, and Jordan didn't play as many years as LeBron. Le- Jordan has seven what? No, Michael Jordan has nine buzzer beating winners, and LeBron has seven. And how many of those are in the postseason? I do not know the number. The answer is three. LeBron has five. Jordan's field goal percentage in the playoffs in clutch time is 45. LeBron's is 46. Hey, before, I'll just like to say this. We are arguing. I would would argue we're arguing a very fine line here. I don't think anybody's saying that LeBron's not a – at least number two of all time like right. we are debating the one and two of all time so i just want it clear it's not like we think that lebron sucks they're they're both extremely good i mean yeah. that's that we're we're splitting hairs here right 
That's, that's, that's very wise. So, and the hair I've chosen to split is yes, it is 1% in LeBron's favor. I don't have that hair to split, Elder. <laughs> Elder, you know, I just, it, it's fascinating to me that you pick and choose the stats that work in your favor. No. Well, that's what, <laughs> no. Yes. You picked all these stats. <laughs> I'm just going off what I'm reading here. <laughs> You're the one that picked these stats. I mean, how can you say Jordan facing elimination? He, I, I mean, it's baffling to me, actually. Like, how is that not a, a clutch? Like, okay. It's a stat. You, it's, it's a relevant stat. Just, it doesn't, it's not a clutch stat. Like, it's game seven. It. Game you seven, you have stat. to win. Who do you want okay, playing you in the game? LeBron or Jordan? Go ahead and use that stat to, to make your point, but just don't call it. Don't, just don't lump it in with like the clutch gene. I think that's clutch. I think if you're facing elimination and you want one man on your team, who are you picking? You're picking MJ and I'm picking LeBron because LeBron rebounds better. He scores only two points less. He passes better. He steals better. He's stronger. Be he's quicker. He's more powerful. He's taller. All of these things are. point, I think that you're going to be doing pretty good either way. Well, that's not the debate. The debate is who's number one and who's number two. Josie, if I may, are you, do you feel like LeBron is like leaps and bounds above MJ or do you feel like they're uh, kind of similar conversation, but you just tend to favor LeBron? Well, I think they're obviously close, but I think the fact that these are LeBron's I read all those statistics and he's played how many more playoff series and still has better statistics. Like he's, it's harder for Jordan's played fewer games and has these statistics. LeBron's played probably double the amount of playoff games and his statistics are better. That's harder to do. In my opinion, he's got more miles on his legs. He's got, he's got more. I mean, the guy's fatigue. He's played older than Jordan's was when, how old was Jordan when you retired for the eighth time? 36. No, 41. 41, not, not counting the Wizards. Then uh, he was like 39. Or 39? 38. LeBron's got more mileage. The man played in eight straight finals. Like, oh, well, Jordan would have had he not retired, but he did. And he chose to play baseball, and he sucked at baseball. So that's not LeBron's problem. Um, or does it make LeBron better than him? No, I think Jordan it does. Jordan was bad at baseball. No, I think it does. <laughs> if Jordan was bad at baseball, then that makes LeBron a better basketball player. I think I think LeBron's a better human being. Wow! I think, wow! I, I would say they're both good human beings. I uh, I would say Jordan's cheap. Jordan, not he, a great human being. He's he's a terrible <laughs> owner. I recently read an article. Can't remember where it was. I think it was on just Hoops Hype that said it might have even been. Barkley and Shaq. Maybe I didn't read it. Maybe I heard it. That, they that wasn't that wasn't the question that was posed at the beginning. Is who's a better person? Because I might be yeah, different. Yeah. Right. Well, no, I know. We already I, established that that LeBron's the better player, and now I'm also taking it one step further that he's also a better human being and person. Um, I don't. I don't think they're either great individuals just compared to each other. I think LeBron's the better human being. Um. Who's a, who do you say is a better human being, Nilsson or LeBron? Well, it depends. I think Nilsson wants to be a better human being, but he doesn't have the resources to be so. Um, well, 
You know, I think. Have you heard how many sources of income he has, though? He has he has several, <laughs> and you know it's, it's you know I I don't I don't I don't care for Jordan. I think he gets a lot more hype than he deserves. So I mean, so is that what makes a good human being? Is is how much resource you put out in the community? Is that what makes? Well, I mean, they're not calling poor people to be bishops. You know, they're not calling poor people to to be the elders quorum president. They're they're calling people with resources to be top top callings. And then you know, but elders, as we've been told, no calling is more important than the other. We all know that that is not true. We know that that is not accurate. So, yes, Nils, to answer your question, you do need the resources to be helpful. You can be helpful, but there's a there's a cap to how helpful you can be if you don't have the resources. Like for example, I can go weed someone's lawn. Adams can pay for someone's cancer treatment. Very big difference. Both are important, though. We need Both everybody. Important. We need everybody in this in, in this effort to make the world a better place. You know, as as you guys know, I have I have kind of a uh, a connoisseur of greatness, if you will. Like I I I want to define it and I want to figure it out and. With the help of my son, we we did create a point system that I shared with you guys. I think I've since added Larry Bird in and Kobe to the list to see where they rank. Um, and I, I want to know where you guys think that the point system here is, is flawed. So okay. what I've done is I've given – this is for NBA players. I give every championship is worth one point if you win a championship. If you win a finals MVP, you get a second point. Okay, so that's worth one point. If you were the MVP for the season, the best player voted on that season, you get two points. All-star games are one point. If you get a points title, you score the most points in the season, you get a point. A rebounds title, you get a point. A blocks title, you get a point. A steals title, you get a point. Assist title, you get a point. You also get an additional point if you finish your career in the top five of any of those stat categories. Is there something that is weighted too heavily or not weighted heavily enough in there or is missing well, from the list? I, no, it's, it's fair for simplicity. Obviously, if you wanted to weight it all fairly, I, I don't know that a point for an all-star is as valuable as a MVP finals. I mean, honestly, right? I mean, I think sometimes they throw a bone to – like Dirk Nowitzki's last all-star – appearance that was a straight bone thrown to him you know by coaches and that that's not going to wait the same as right. being a finals mvp to yeah. me but but i mean yeah you don't want to you don't have 37.5 points for this and i mean so i get it for simplicity it's decent so i mean yeah yeah i, I see that i i originally had two points for a championship and no points for finals mvp and i it just it wasn't working out right like it, it made some funky numbers like obviously as we've talked about with championships before so then I, I changed it to a finals MVP and you know interestingly enough like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has six championships rings but he only has one finals MVP and Larry Bird has That's, three championships. Say, I, oh, go ahead I was just saying I, I'll say I think the worst point and this is probably a whole different argument I think the worst point you have in there is the all-star point I don't I mean I think the all-star is really not true or consistent 
uh, I mean, I think that once you're an established all-star, you pretty much stay an established all-star uh, for most of your career. I don't, I mean, there's better players statistically for sure that are not all-stars than many of the all-stars. So I, I would, that, I'd throw That's that fair. one out if it were me. That's fair. What so, if subbing out all-star nods for all NBA nods? That would be reason. I would, I would agree with that. Yeah. Look at that. Based on the criteria I described, I, I ranked Jordan, Kareem, Wilt, LeBron, Bill Russell, Kobe, and Bird. And it came out in that order. So I, in the order I read. So Jordan was number one with 53 points. Kareem was number two with 48. Wilt was number three with 44. LeBron was number four with 40 points. Bill Russell had 39. Kobe, 33. Larry Bird, 23. So my question is this. So when we last discussed Brady, you gave me a, st- you asked me the question, I think Tom's won, is it three MVPs? And you said only three times did the league think he was the best player in the league. So throwing that back at you. So there's MJ was voted only five times as the best player. That means how many, 11, what? eight, nine, 10 more years, there was someone else better than him that year. Correct? By your logic? Yeah, but it's Sure. I I mean, I'd agree with that. It's also 40% more than Tom has won. It's also what? 40% more MVPs than Tom Brady's won, which is pretty significant. Which, again, I think Jordan would trade one of those MVPs for one more championship, which Tom has, and Jordan does not. How does this always come back to Tom Brady? (laughs) Because I want him to recognize as the greatest. <laughs> Tom Brady, Coach K, and Marcus Smart. Joss, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm. I'm against you when it comes to Coach K, but I'm with you with Tom. Sadly, MVP now, just said something probably Tom very profound and can't hear. Um, I, nor will I, I, I buy it. But I'm with you. I think he's the GOAT. He says he's with you with Coach oh, K, but he, not, he's against you with Coach K, but he's with I'm you sorry. with Tom. Elder, disconnect yes. from the Wi-Fi. Use the LTE. He's conserving um, data. I'm disconnected. You know, I'm just throwing this out there as well. LeBron's got I'm, 17. I'm on the border of Mexico. Jordan's 11. I don't have good. LeBron has how many all? Did you say all star games? No, all NBAs. 17. Oh, NBA. How many does Michael have? 11. How many seasons did Michael play versus LeBron? Mm, I don't know that. Was LeBron in his 17th year? Well, he, close. 18th. Jordan played 15. So that means four years Jordan didn't make an all NBA team. How many how many years has LeBron played? 18? Yeah. So yeah, I'd say LeBron's got that statistic. <clears throat> so I would say to me, what that would mean is I would say that LeBron has more longevity than Jordan has. I would agree with that. LeBron has more longevity than what Michael had. But I don't know that you would say that that's 
uh, I don't know, is that really a factor in the greatest of all time? Or are we just looking at prime, prime of each person as the greatest of all time? Wonderful question. Well, I think, I mean, the way I look at it, I still, I account for longevity in my thing because LeBron, I think LeBron will still get, I think he'll get at least six more points in my system and pass Wilt and maybe even Kareem, just because I think he'll finish in the top five in, in probably steals and top five in assists before it's all done. Um, and, and I think that'll go to his credit, but I mean, Jordan still is 10 points higher than him. See, but I think, I think we look at longevity as a, like we're trying to take them down a notch, like, oh, they played longer. Like, yeah, because they can, and they're playing at a high level longer, which is my beef with Coach K. You would think with how long he played, he would have more success to show for it. He has quite a bit of success. Oh. <laughs> he has quite a bit. Yeah. Like, oh, four man. championships in 80 years is not impressive. 80, wait. You just keep saying 80 years because you don't actually know how long he coached. Uh, he's got it. What he's got, what is he like 92? He looks like he's 206. Honestly, he looks the exact same as when he started coaching. And they gave him a puppy for his retirement. I would be so insulted if I was given a dog when I retired. You know, what do you want? What do you want? Coach K isn't a story for another day. We don't need to get in on him. Um, <laughs> Sorry for bringing up Coach K. <laughs> we apologize. We keep doing that. Um, what are your, uh, who, who, I, I think, I, I think we can all agree though. The greatest Jersey number is 23. I think that nearly every great athlete has worn the number 23 in the NBA, including Draymond Green. Wouldn't you agree, Josie? Funny enough, the greatest number is 12. Um, and on my personal favorite number is five, which I, LeBron, I, Jordan, all three of us were 23. You know, but did anyone wear number five? Because me and Carlos Boozer did. Wasn't wasn't Jason Kidd number five for a while? Yeah, don't even get me started on Jason Kidd. How this guy keeps getting coaching jobs beyond me. I think he's doing a pretty good job now. I think he's getting it. Do you think he's evolved or do you think the team's just better? I think he's evolved. Okay. I wasn't impressed with his style of dress at all his press conferences. I liked his sweaters and his three-quarter zip-ups. Interesting, interesting uh, fact here that, that kind of goes back to the numbers and the debate. Did you know that Kobe Bryant and LeBron James both have or and Michael Jordan both have numbers retired with teams they didn't play for? Dallas has retired Kobe's number, and Miami has retired Michael Jordan's number. I did know that. I didn't know about uh, Kobe's. I did know about the Jordan one, though. It makes uh, you wonder why Jerry West is the symbol of the NBA. Yeah. Speaking fine. of numbers, maybe the yeah, topic of for the future podcast. Can you guys hear me okay? Uh, no, right. but go ahead. Top numbers. He's the mask. Each, top numbers. Like top player to wear a number, like top player to ever wear number zero, top player to ever wear number one, top yeah. player to ever wear, wear number two. Each of those numbers could be a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. 
And, and you missed double zero. You should start with double zero, then zero, then one. Uh, yeah, let's do. We'll we'll do double zero. because uh, so, once you get up to number like thirty-seven or something, or forty-three, like let's cross that bridge when we come to it. I think Chris Humphries yeah. was number forty-three. Strangely, enough. yeah, I think he might have been or Ben Ben had Ben had blocked him. Um, ben. what I I'd, I'd like to do a future too of the worst Jazz draft picks ever. That'll be great. Um, I mean, we're drafting the likes of Curtis Borchards and Kirk <laughs> Snyder's, and we're wondering why we haven't won a championship. Um, we're, we're looking for we people have... of character. The the, the Kirk whole Snyder, NBA, like, want a prison? The whole NBA draft is just a crapshoot anyway. Like, I don't even know why they do any of the combines or any of that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Just throw a dart at a wall and just see what happens. Because yes. I, I do love in the combine how they like measure a dude's hand length. Like, oh, it's a big hand. Like, I don't know that hand length is ever attributed to being a good player or not a good player. But Why? yet, at every combine, they still measure the hand. Do you think the is it the wonder luck test they do in the NFL? Like, yeah. do you think how uh, do you think that really plays? Like, if someone is just dominant, do you think they care how smart you are? Well, it probably depends on the position. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I have thoughts, you know, are, so you'll be surprised to know. So among Tom, the people, Tom Brady, I hate, Tom Brady had a 33 on the Wonderlick score average is 24. And I'm not surprised whatsoever. <laughs> um, so among my, my 10 most hated athletes, Kevin Durant makes that list, which is the only reason i want the warriors to win this finals is just so people will continue to slander him and his career and that he's nothing without the warriors i'm highly amused by his lack of success since leaving the warriors and in this case i am defining success as winning a championship that is not the definition but in this particular case when people attack durant they say you can't win without the warriors and i'm amused by that randy moss got I, uh... 12 on the Wonderlick. By the way. <laughs> that also does not I, I, surprise me <laughs> Josie I love how defensive you become over this thing that just explaining something as simple as your hate for Durant you have to be very specific and in this case I'm defining it this way and this way so we don't attack you <laughs> you know but I I just I hate the Warriors I hate what's sad I actually used to like the Celtics Paul Pierce used to be one of my favorite players but because of Gordon, I now hate the Celtics, even though he's not even on the team anymore. And I hate Danny Ainge. Who, who do you like? Who do you like? You, we've yet to hear you say you like anyone other than Russell Westbrook. Yeah, I, I'm a fan of Russ. I used to love Gilbert Arenas. Um, well, the NBA is hard to watch nowadays. <laughs> that you was know, the just, whole sport. Just right off the whole sport. I've found myself following the WNBA more than the NBA right now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm insulted. My favorite just, WNBA player is Kelsey Plum. We got to cut that clip out and just play it on every episode. <laughs> well, we got to, we got to, did it, wasn't Josie the one that was hating on the WNBA and the money they were making? Like, he, but he always knows so much about it. Yeah, now it makes <laughs> so a lot it's of like, sense. like, NBA's right? so dumb, right? <laughs> Sue Bird, right? Sue Bird, like, Sue Bird sucks. We're like, oh, okay. we just all agree with them because we don't know. The like, one oh, thing yeah, I am curious right. about about the WNBA that I do admit, it, it seems like they have seven seasons a year. 
Like they are always, there's always playoff time in WNBA for some reason. Anytime we turn on the TV, it's another playoff series. It's like, didn't we just saw this? So I'll tell you my favorite, so my favorite female sports. So dumb. WNBA, the playoffs, I mean, they're, they're on. I keep seeing them. I keep watching them. So dumb, right? I'm a big fan of Kelsey Plum. <laughs> and for the record, I don't feel sorry at all whatsoever for Brittany Griner. I hope she stays there. I hope she gets the max 10-year sentence. When you try to bring drugs back from a country that already doesn't like you, what do you think is going to happen? You know a lot about the WNBA, Joe. <laughs> I know. I told you. It's easier to watch now than the NBA is. Why? What makes it easier to watch? Because you know what to expect. <laughs> I don't have to turn on the TV and see Kevin Durant whining. I hate how ugly he is. I hate him. Whining. I hate Draymond Green. I hate seeing him on the TV. Like you just look at Draymond Green. He's had one of the worst finals for a star player ever. And like, he's just always on TV. No one cares about your podcast. No one cares that you think you're a good defender. Can no one get- cares that you got four points can we get more diana crossy off press conferences that's all we're asking see diana crossy press conferences every week replace the draymond press conference exactly super speaking of goat conversations josie josie do you think you'd be willing to do another goat conversation we can do goat for the wnba oh definitely maybe maybe we could talk about that in the maybe next podcast or an upcoming one Cheryl yeah, she was great. No, Cheryl Lisa Leslie. overrated. Cynthia Cooper. See, you, you know the players. <laughs> Mark, what he's about Marco Dede? He's reading them from a computer. Marco Dede. He is straight up reading those from a computer. You know, the best part, too, is you can get front row seats to a WNBA game for like 60 bucks. You've, you've used the same one. Have you ever spent have you ever spent your hard-earned cash on any any type of ticket, jersey, fan, paraphernalia that went to the WNBA? No, but I'm gonna start. <laughs> I'm getting myself a plum jersey. <laughs> have you seen that video where the guy's going around asking people if they want tickets to the WNBA game or a can of spam and they all choose spam? <laughs> I would, for the record, I'd take the tickets, but yeah, you made that. We can see that. <laughs> well, I know my internet connection is terrible, but let's let's sign this off. Um, does somebody want to do the, the ending? Um, you know, final uh, say. I think what we learned, what we established here is that LeBron and uh, Michael Jordan are the two greatest players of all time. And Josie secretly loves the WNBA. But that's what we've taken. It's not so secret anymore. Secret. <laughs> yeah, it's not. He was hiding you it from multiple episodes, though. I know some of you will be watching the finals game tomorrow. As for me, I'll be watching the Aces take on the Stars <laughs> on Channel 8. So, see you there. Uh, all right. Nice work, Jos. Very well done. Until next time, man. Yeah. Until next time.
You made it to the end of the podcast, which means you should probably reevaluate your life choices.